You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 186. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. Well, hello everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I'm your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. Now, this is a show dedicated to helping real people, that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, a fiduciary, a smart vester pro, an educator, and a wealth advisor. It is great to be with you today. And today's episode is about family goal sessions. But before you turn it off, do not, because you are a family steward and I have some awesome ideas that are going to propel you and your family to the next level in 2022. But before we get to the topic of the day, do you have any regrets? You know, sometimes I do podcasts and I talk about things we should do so we don't have regrets later in life. But Yours truly is 50 years old right now, so I have some regrets in my life. I'll be honest, I don't have a ton, I don't think. I mean, I don't walk around and ask people every day what their regrets are, but I don't feel like I have a whole bunch of them, but I got a couple big ones that still eat at me sometimes. And one of my regrets is school. When I was in grade school, middle school, high school, one of my biggest regrets is not studying enough. I know. I let it all hang out in this podcast because I started the podcast telling you how smart I was, that I was a smart vester pro, a fiduciary, a certified financial planner. And I am smart. I'm telling you, I'm a smart dude. But I did not spend a lot of time studying back when I was in high school. And you know what? That's a regret because I love to learn now. I love to learn new things, not only about finance, but about history and about my family of origin and so many different things. I'm fascinated with being knowledgeable because I feel like knowledge is power. And we should all be reading more and thinking more and contemplating more and listening more. And one of my regrets is that I wish I would have spent my time, especially in high school, focusing more on studying instead of only sports and girls. But there's nothing I can do about it now. But when I think back, it gets me. So my question to you is what gets you? When you think back, about a regret or two, and it could be about something you should have done a little better or should have worked on a little more, and it might have something to do with just you or a relationship or something. But as a family steward, I want to start to figure out ways that I can reduce regrets. What about you? Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, here we go. 
a family value session. And before I get into this topic, I say that a lot, don't I? Before I get into it, but I want you to go listen to the podcast that came out two weeks ago. Two weeks ago was a podcast all about reflection, and reflection will help us in today's podcast. So do me a favor. If you haven't listened to episode 185, go to bestandwealth.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts and listen, because in order to really, truly make sure that our family goal session works to the best of our advantage, we want to reflect on 2021. And I fully realize that this podcast isn't going to come out until next Friday, which I'm not even sure what the date will be, but like the 4th or 5th of 2022, I'm recording this episode, though, at 319 on New Year's Eve. And it just reminds me, I better get through this episode and get home because I got a date with my wife at five o'clock. Five o'clock, we're going out to eat. So I better get home and get changed and be ready because I cannot wait to go out on a date, a New Year's Eve date with my wife. Why five o'clock, you ask? Well, we got kids and they're having a whole bunch of kids sleep over tonight. So we best get back for that. But we're going to have an awesome couple of hours. Now I do digress, but I don't really because that may be something that gets put into your family goal session. And I'm going to get into that in just one second. But back to last week, we must reflect before we can really move forward in a positive way. So go back and listen to episode 185. So what is this family goal session that I'm talking about? Well, first of all, when it comes to a new year, I'm big on goals. I'm big on resolutions. I'm not always big on keeping them. A year is a long time. And as we're in or starting in 2022, we are in a fast-paced, give-it-to-me-now world. So setting any goal long-term seems kind of foolish to kids these days because all they're concerned about with is what's happening right now. What text am I getting? What's on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. Everything is such immediate. And that's why, and I go back to my wife, I give her all the credit in the world that we have developed this family goal session. This family goal session is when our family gets together once a quarter, not once a year, but we set three-month goals. Because if we can't stay focused for a year, you think maybe we could stay focused for three months? I think we can. And I'm going to review our quarter goals from last quarter, and we'll see how on track we actually were. And here's how it went. We sat down for dinner. Now, that doesn't happen very often. My kids are busy. They're in volleyball. They have school. They have friends. The world we live in right now makes it very difficult to sit at the dinner table, which makes me sad, by the way. But we still managed to do it about once a week, as bad as that might sound. So my wife, during one of our dinners earlier this year, said, we're going to set quarterly goals. And we're going to set them in four different categories. And at the end of the quarter, at the end of the three-month period, we're going to sit down and see who accomplished what. So we're all in the family accountability partners. 
Now, why did I, I love this so much? Well, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that this podcast is all about being the best family steward that you can be. And yes, I'm a financial advisor, so a lot of what we talk about in these shows get very technical with different kind of investing strategies and so forth. But this kind of stuff, this fluffy stuff is just as important. And as a family steward, you want to make sure that you're involving your family in these kinds of things. Like we as a family steward and you as a family steward, we need to know that our biggest job is guiding our family and guiding our kids. So I'm so thankful for my wife that she came up with this idea of these quarterly goals that we announce at the dinner table once a quarter in four different categories, which I will get into in just a minute. But as a review, as you're thinking about your goals, your quarterly goals, it's okay to have yearly goals. It's okay to have goals that are set for the year of 2022. I'm cool with that. But if you're anything like me, it doesn't always last, especially when it comes to my physical health and my working out. We'll get into the different places where I screwed up last quarter. But it's tough for the whole year. It's not only tough for my kids who are in a fast-paced world, but we're in that same fast-paced world. So a three-month goal makes all the sense in the world in my mind. But we have to remember to set smart goals or it's going to be irrelevant. And what are smart goals? As a review, I've gone through these at the beginning of just about every year since 2015. So if you want to look back at some of the podcasts, check out earlier podcasts around the first of the year and you will find different types of podcasts on goals and how I've changed over the years. But you will learn about smart goals. But as a review, all a smart goal is, is making sure that each goal has these five characteristics. Smart, the S in smart stands for specific. We want the goal to be specific. Two is M. The M in smart stands for measurable. We want to be able to measure the goal or we won't know whether or not we achieved the goal. The A in smart stands for achievable. We don't want to set a goal that's so high that there's no way we're going to achieve it or we'll give up early. The R in SMART stands for relevant. Set that goal for something that's going on in your life right now that you want to improve on. And finally, the T in SMART is time-bound. And in our exercise right now, our time is three months. So you as the family steward, when you're sitting at the dinner table, with your significant other, with your kids. Make sure that these goals, your job is to make sure that these goals are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. That's your first step. If one of your family members gives you a goal that's not achievable, let's say they weigh 120 pounds and want to lose 50 pounds in three months, well, that's not achievable and is darn right not healthy either. But make sure all of these goals that are set are healthy goals and goals that follow the SMART process. Next, four categories of goals that my wife made up and I think are brilliant. First goal, a reading goal. What did I start with at the beginning of this podcast? Why do I carry around this regret? Well, because I didn't study enough in high school. 
And I certainly did not read enough. And we all need to read more. In this world today, we spend most of our time reading headlines instead of digging in, full well knowing that those headlines are only there to get us to click. All they want is a click. So we have these outlandish headlines that we're reading and we're forming opinions on headlines and we don't have any facts. My wife started her career as a school psychologist. She's now a building principal of a fifth and sixth grade building with 720 some odd kids. And she tells our kids often that one of the biggest measurements of success in school is how much you read. Reading goal. Plus, I think she's got one in there for me because I have read very little fiction in my life. When I started actually reading, it was mostly fact-based books and not fiction, just the enjoyment of reading. First goal again, a reading goal, a three-month reading goal. And I'm going to give you some examples of what the reading goal looks like within my family dynamic in just a second. The second goal, a physical goal, set in another way, a health goal, an external health goal. We all need to move more in our life. I think you would agree. So can we set a physical goal, something that falls in the smart dynamic of goals that we can achieve in three months? And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if your kids are three years old or 50 years old. We all could use a physical goal. Third goal, I love that this is sprinkled in here because it will get your younger kids motivated to set goals around these other areas that aren't as fun because the third goal is the fun goal. What are you going to do that's fun in this three months? The first time I looked at this when my wife gave it to me, I was like, what the heck is this? A fun goal? Goals aren't supposed to be fun. Why would I list a fun goal? And then I peeled back the onion in a little bit. I was like, baby, you are brilliant. That third goal is a fun goal. The fourth goal is a mental goal. We have the physical goal to take care of our body. Let's have a mental goal to take care of our mind. There is more stress and anxiety in this world than there ever has been. As a family steward, let's teach our kids about mental value. So how easy is this? Four goals at dinner time, each family member. Reading, physical, fun, and mental. And then find the kid with the best penmanship and have them color code it, write it out, be cool about it, post it in various places, make copies, post it on the mirrors in your bathroom post it on the refrigerator in the kitchen so we can talk about these goals, not at the end of the three-month period, but all during the three-month period. So if you're sitting down for dinner five times a week or one time a week, or even if you don't have time for that, you find a time to have a family huddle to check in on the goals. And in front of me right now that you can't see are my family goals from September 2020 to December 2020. And I'm going to give you my wife's goals and my kids' goals to start to give you an idea of how you might start setting examples for your family and their goals. First, my wife. Now, oh, full disclosure too, I have three kids. My oldest is a teacher in Washington, D.C. 
She does not spend the weekly dinner with us. She does not have her goals written down here. But I feel like I failed as a parent. I should have included her in on these goals. And that's me making a mental note to make sure that I do it this quarter from January through March of 2022. So let's look back again, September to December 2020. Goals, mom's goals, reading. Her goal was to read three books during the quarter. I look at that kind of goal and I say to myself, there is no way I'm going to read three books during the quarter. I'm not sure I read three books in the last three years. Well, actually I did, but they were all financial planning books, long-term care, reverse mortgages, et cetera, et cetera. Three books. My wife's physical goal, work out five times a week. Her fun goal was to complete the fall 50. Now, I don't think this is fun because the fall 50 is a 50-mile race. Now, it is a baton race. It is with four or five different team members, but that still meant that my wife's fun goal was running 10 to 12 miles in a day. She called that her fun goal, all the power to her. And finally, her mental goal was to write in her gratitude journal every day. My wife has a gratitude journal. She writes every single day what she's thankful for. How cool is that? What's even cooler is when I find her journal and I page through it to see how many times she was grateful for her loving husband. My 13-year-old, Grace, reading goal, three books. I probably should have paused when she gave that goal because Grace is not a big reader. Three books. I might have changed that to one book. Because one book is better than zero. Physical goal, improve my vertical jump by two inches. My eighth grader is almost 5'10". She's a volleyball player. She wants to jump high. And so I love this goal, improving the vertical jump by two inches. In order to do that, you got to work hard. Lots of squats, lots of box jumps, lots of jumping jacks, lots of strength conditioning. Her fun goal, was to have a Halloween party in the basement. How cool is that? I mean, think of yourself. If you're a 13-year-old and you're right, oh, my goal is three books. You're just going through the motions. You're a teenager. But throw a fun goal in there, the eyes light right up. It makes writing these other goals down a lot easier. And finally, her mental goal was to use her planner more often so that she wasn't late for things or late for assignments or whatever. She felt better when she wrote things in her planner. My 11-year-old goals, reading three books, all of them had three books, crazy. Her physical goal was to run the mile in under eight minutes and eight seconds. They were going to run the mile in school. She knows what her best mile run has been, and she wanted to beat it. Her fun goal was to have a sleepover in the basement, cool. And her mental goal for her was to use her planner as well. Probably getting pressure from mom because mom got them all new school planners. And maybe she looked in them and she wasn't, they weren't using their planners. So I'm not going to tell you whether or not they achieved their goals. That's their business. But this is my podcast. So I can tell you my goals and whether or not I achieved them. So my very first one was reading. I didn't write down three books, although I did read a book this quarter. It just wasn't a fiction book. And my goal was to read one fiction book. I failed because I did not read that fiction book. I'm going to put it back on as a new goal for 2022, the first 90 days of 2022. And I plan on reading a book 
with my 13-year-old as a book club because she's not good at reading either. In fact, we got the book, The Outsiders, for Christmas that we're both going to read. And it's going to take both of us to push each other to get it done. My physical goal was to work out five times per week. I thought I could do it. I started in a groove. In fact, I started in a groove in January. I went all the way to July. And then things started trailing off. I thought I could get it back going starting in October, but it didn't last. I failed in that goal. But you know what? I got to tell my family that I failed in that goal as well when we meet and introduce our new goals for 2022. My fun goal was to go to Washington, D.C. That's where my daughter works now and lives now. And we took a family vacation there for four days. That fun goal I met. At least I met one of my goals, right? And my mental goal was to hire an executive assistant, which I completed as well. I mean, think about that for a second. You have a mental goal. What kind of goal are you going to set? Well, you're going to set something that's going to ease your stress or ease your anxiety. Fortress Planning Group shot out like a rocket in 2021 and grew like crazy. And I'm so thankful for it, but it was getting overwhelming. And now I have a new executive assistant. And part of the reason I do is because I set this goal with my family and I had accountability. Now, (laughs) it's your turn. It's your turn to get your family together. Get them in a room. Maybe it's for dinner. Maybe it's when everybody finally gets back into the house at seven or eight o'clock on a Tuesday night. But you're the family steward and it's your job to get them together. Because what's better than you just setting goals for yourself and having yourself as accountability partner when you can have your entire family as your accountability partner and teach your kids along the way that setting goals are good, that accomplishing those goals feel awesome, and it's okay that you fail in some goals where you don't accomplish them, that you look back and you say, oh, man, I have a little bit of a regret. Maybe I should set that goal again for the next 90 days and hit that goal. Because accomplishment is awesome, but failure, we learn so much from that as well. So when we set family goals, there's, there's such a great big dynamic of learning for not only yourself, but, but your significant other, if you have one, your kids, and you all are working together to try and be better for 2022. And why do we want to be better? Because we want to limit any regret that we have in life. Regrets are hard. When I think back, there's nothing I can do about high school anymore. There's nothing I can do about the fact that I wasted a lot of time in high school not studying. I've learned from that. And I study more. And when I went to certified financial planner school, oh man, I studied like crazy. I read every page, the highlights all over the book. It was awesome. And I learned, but I still hold that regret. But what's the goal? To limit our regrets. And by setting goals as a family, we have accountability partner. We have everything we need to be the best family steward possible. You guys have an awesome 2022, and I'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, everyone.
The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.